Gazer Radio, where you are, family. I'm Hendrik here in Cape Town, and with me is actor Pamelo Maslanga from Mishmash Productions. Welcome to Gazer Radio. Thank you so much for having me. So, um, yeah, we've been talking quite a bit to various people of uh, Mishmash Productions, and uh, you seem to be the seasoned actor among yeah. the group. You've been here a while, have you? Yeah, but it's been like a lot of things that happened in such a short space of time uh, with Mishmash Production, because, I mean, before Mishmash, I actually never imagined myself to be in acting because I am more into presenting than anything else. Mm-hmm. However, I got my first break through them and I have actually grown individually as well as an actor within Mishmash Production with time. And it's been absolutely amazing. Okay, so tell me your background. You study drama, acting, um, anything? No, actually, I didn't study drama. So I study accounting. I'm still mm-hmm. actually editing now. I'm about to conclude soon. And um, most of my background actually lies in experience, you know, because of I, for one, because a lot of people actually as well asked me that, you know, you're doing radio as well, you're doing theater. Why actually go into accounting instead of studying that and I felt like you know what I feel like to grow in talent it is the more you do it the more you actually grow in it therefore I felt like it is something that I've been doing my whole life that I I actually much more prefer to grow in it by actually getting much more experience in it and then challenging myself a little bit in the side doing something that is completely out of my comfort zone uh, you know because of uh, my dream goes far beyond just being an actor and a radio presenter you know I want to be more than that what do you want to be? I want to be a move and shake a powerhouse. I mean, okay. I want to run companies, you know, especially production companies, because of one thing I've realized, especially within South Africa, is that there's a huge gap for teen productions. So therefore, with the experience I'm going to be getting as a chartered accountant working with different industries in the financial world, I feel like that merging it with the experience I have as well within media and radio would actually enable me at a later stage in my life to actually bring that concept and those productions I have in mind to life. So, I mean, teenage productions in South Africa, I mean, it's, 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 it's a huge gap. And I feel like growing up as a teenager, I kind of like wished as well that I had an opportunity to, you know, act at a younger age or be exposed to such. But because of the way the system is set out, instead what's going on is rights are being bought for shows from overseas, mm-hmm. like Disney shows and all of that, instead of actually South African content being produced and talented teenagers who are passionate about the arts being given the opportunity instead of being told to go and study to become doctors mm-hmm. and all of that. So that is basically my whole concept, the bigger picture, that I actually want to introduce something you know, that will be beneficial to, you know, generations to come. Okay. So Mishmash seems to be doing some of what you're talking about, yeah. talk, telling authentic South African mm. queer stories, which is not something that we hear every day. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, what Mishmash Media Production is doing is absolutely amazing giving opportunities to people in the LGBTQ plus community. I mean, for myself, when I started with them, I hadn't completely came out or was not comfortable with myself. I had what I thought at the time or what some people would say is internalized homophobia because of it is some kind of like a defense mechanism that I had because of I was struggling so much with accepting myself as a gay man that, okay, this is me, this is real. And taking into account my background as well, because I mean, I'm black, I come from a cultural background, you know, I'm raised by cultural father and how do you go to them and tell them that you know your son is actually gay um so i struggled with that a lot but it is through this and expressing myself on stage because of all of the characters i've played on mishmash are gay characters and it is through that that you know i actually found real life power to finally be at peace with myself because of it is 
at that moment that I felt so alive and happy and I just felt the freedom that I never felt before and I was like you know I want to feel like this like all the time mm. I want to start embracing myself more than anything else and that's when I came out last year to my family and all of that and you know some of them my mother you know she disowned me and I'm fine with it but at this stage I would say that I'm actually at a happy place with myself and the one thing that I always say as well after that which are some of the things uh, values that I actually learned from Mishmash it is that you know there is nothing that I want from anyone except for love and respect and just anyone who cannot give me those two things has no place in my life tell me about some of the roles that you've played that have taken you on this amazing journey yeah, I mean, the first one, very exciting, was Tommy. So it was kind of like, I, I liked the character so much because of, at first it comes across as this gay character and just, there's just a lot of reveals that happens as it progresses. An international assassin who's actually gay, so undercover as a gay man, and finally, at the ultimately, being given the opportunity, you know, to live that, to move away from that, being promised the life of finally being able to be themselves fully and being able to express themselves. So it is a very interesting character. The other one that I've played that is completely out of my comfort zone as well, actually got my first pair of heels through it. <laughs> it is playing Shinene. It is for a character I am trans. So initially, the character was supposed to be a transgender woman, but somehow uh, I got casted for the role because, you know, you find that there's a lot of transgender people people who are there who are talented um however they fear for their lives actually playing such roles you know because of you know we still live in a very hateful world and some people are a little bit still skeptical about that so i step into the shoes and play that character very interesting and it is through that character as well that i get to see a side of me that i never saw before immediately when i put on the heels and wig it's like i as well feel like i just really transformed and i become a completely new person and then the other one i just played cabello on another play I am trans, which as well is very, how do I put this, like it's somehow aligned to my life story because of as I was sitting down with Regina, who's the director of I am trans, she asked me to incorporate part of my story into the character, you know, mm. to make it much more real as well on stage and for me to actually be able to relate more to it as well. So it's a very, it's a supporting character. However, I feel like as well, it plays a very important role because there are still people of that nature who know what they are, who still go to support group, but they're still trying to battle it so much within themselves asking like, why does it have to be this way? Because I mean, I've been there as well. And then the last one is playing on For Sloth's Sake. It is one of the new productions that Mishmash actually is going to be presenting, which at this point we haven't started rehearsing for it but as well it's going to be coming through a little bit later on in the year okay so it seems to me that it's been a quite a transformative journey for you yeah. personally being in this company yeah have you had other people come to you after a play and said listen there was something you did or something you spoke or that touched me in a deep way yeah i mean a lot of that has happened and that's one of the reasons why i really love theater and that is why i want to see myself grow more in it because of it is just so amazing being on stage feeding off the energy of the audience because i mean with everything that you do you it's like you can sense the energy in the room you can see how they're responding to it and after the show someone coming up at you and telling you that you know what i'm really inspired and i just loved how you brought the character to life i mean it's absolutely amazing as well for myself most recently the place that we've been doing you know especially since i'm the one where i'm playing a transgender person actually there's been some trans and actual transgender people who came to watch the show and after the show you know and they would come to and so you know what you know just how the, the, you delivered the character you know they were happy with that and how their stories are finally being told and being put out there because it's not all the time 
that um, you would see in a theater production that such diversity is actually incorporated in a stage production. And I mean, it's very much fulfilling and it, it's absolutely amazing. And Pamela, your personal journey, you said uh, to me earlier that uh, you come from a very cultural, sort of traditional background yeah. and that uh, when you did come out, your mother disinherited you in the process. Yeah. Tell me about growing up within that sort of cultural confines and, and how that affected you. Yeah, like it was very difficult actually growing up in such a way because of the things that I showed interest in at a younger age. That's when my mother kind of like started getting consent and everyone around me. So it was like, it, like everyone started insulting me and bullying me about it, like calling me. Did you know uh, from an early age that you were different? Or I knew it? that I was different yeah. because of, I remember like um, when I was in primary school, for example, when I go to school, they, my, my mother had a handbag. So every time I go to school, I would just walk as if like, and she would stand at the door and watch me as I walk to our school. And immediately I turn back and I see that she closed the door. There's somewhere where I hid it, like at the back of the house. So I would just run and stop my school back and actually put, because I preferred to actually go to school with a handbag and not school back and then I would just even change my walk and everything and then off I go to school even the teachers as well they started showing very great concern calling my mother and you know telling her that you know your son and that is when she discovered that I actually go to school with a handbag and not my actual school bag so she found where I put the hand uh, the bag so yeah it is because it is such things that showed me that I'm different but as I grow up now other kids um, started making fun of me because I mean they would tell their parents that oh my god I'm friends with this and their parents as well would see me and as well, they would see that this child is different. So just from the way people treated me and how they would say they were gay in such an inappropriate way, like an insult, I started feeling like what I'm doing is so wrong. And I, that is when I started boxing myself, you know, and just putting on the straight act. And I even got a girlfriend, you know, because everyone was just concerned. I mean, why aren't you dating and all of that? Because they wanted me to date and do all of those things because of they were just so worried about the fact that I don't talk about girls. I don't do the ordinary stuff that they expect of me. And I found myself I, I actually conforming to some of those things and becoming that person of which um, everyone else expects of me. And it was very difficult for me. I mean, with my girlfriend, I dated her for six years. And every time, even having to kiss her was such, it was so difficult. Like, it's like I had to, like, it was, I even started drinking alcohol because of that. Because of it, like, I would drink and every time I would kiss, then I'm probably drunk, you know, at the time. Because of, uh, but it was very, you know, and, and traumatic for me going through all of that, being bullied throughout school because even like even even when I engage in an argument with someone, immediately they feel like I'm overpowering them. They would use the word gay against me and I would totally be defeated because of at the time I haven't fully accepted it nor am I comfortable with it. And I know that, you know, somehow this might be my truth mm. and I haven't reached that point where I'm fully accepting it. And immediately they say that to me, I go quiet. And instead of stopping, they would just go on and on of how gay I am and how useless I am and all of that. And all of those words until there came a time where, you know what, I stood up to one person mm. and I said, whether I'm gay or not, it's none of your business. I wasn't confirming it, but I was saying that whether I am or not, it is none of your mm. business at the time. And it is after that experience that, you know, and many other experiences that I started getting empowered, especially when I came to Cape Town. That is when as well, it was, I, that's when I broke up with my girlfriend because it was this thing of like, I'm going to Cape Town and when I get there, you know, I'm going to be far away from everyone. I want to finally be myself and embrace myself. And that is when I kind of like knew that, you know what? I am actually gay. And someone was asking me, okay, since you dated a girl, are you bisexual? Like, I don't think I'm bisexual. I dated her because of, you know, wanting to prove to people this and that. But I'm a gay man and I'm proud of it. There's nothing wrong with it. 
So even my family as well, they kind of like do not understand it, but some of them, they try to make peace with it. As long as they love and respect me, that's all I need. So having experienced so much homophobia, did you take that homophobia and put it inside of yourself and became homophobic against yourself, like internalized homophobia? Yeah, I, I, I have had that. Like, I've, I've, like I've, I mean, I've been hard on myself for, for such a long time and in so many ways and as well when i see other gay people like if i encounter another gay person or always feminine in my class or something like that every time they try to speak or smile i always put on a very rude nasty persona because of it was kind of like a thing of i don't want to give people ideas thinking that probably i'm interested in that person or that person thinking i'm interested in them while they're just all in my mind you see so i had a lot of that even now it's kind of like a process i'm still trying to move away from that because of the ask things that i still do and later on, I realized that actually you did this. And, you know, I feel so bad. But then again, it's because of like, I feel like I'm still finding myself. Like I'm not where I actually at a place of completely comfort uh, um, when it comes to my sexuality. So, and I'm just allowing the process to be, taking it one step at a time. You know what I mean? Because of I haven't dated any guy as yet. I've never been in a relationship with a guy even to this point and all of that. But I'm very open to experiences. And I feel like with time and with experience, I will actually find myself more, know what I like, what I don't like, what I prefer, and finally embrace it and move away from being too hard on myself as well as towards other, uh, being homophobic towards fellow gay people. We always say we don't want our sexuality to define us. And yet when we grow up, people use our sexuality against us to define us in these negative ways mm. and make fun of us and all that. Do you think that that carries on into our adulthood, that we keep on doing that or... If it's true, like you say, you, you learn and you'll get past that point where mm. I am defined by, you know, who yeah. I like. Yeah, I wouldn't say I know at this point, but one thing I know is that, you know, an upbringing of a person plays a major role as to what that person will be tomorrow. So a lot of our experiences stay with us. I mean, with me, a lot of my experiences, I feel like they, they're, they're there. And as much as I try to change from that, I mean... I move away from that. That's the, that's the best I, I, I feel like we can do. It is trying to move away from that and become a better person. And it all begins with acknowledging where you're wrong. And actually, I mean, it's a process. I mean, if I probably had that opportunity as a child and got supported and got to accept myself, then I would always be fully confident, you know, as a gay man. However, even at this point, and I mean, even going forward, there will always be that thing of like, yes, I accept myself and I'm happy with myself, but my family still don't understand. Even though they say they understand but I know that they don't because I can see it through them I myself do not understand I don't want to lie because they always ask me why how did it come about and say I don't know how I, I don't know how to explain it, it, it I, I, I'm gay that's all I know you see mm. so I feel like it's always gonna be the case somehow because of I feel like it's, I, I will always have to this there will always have to be that part of justifying my life and it's something that I don't want to do but there's always gonna be the question of why how mm. you get what I mean and I do not know why or how. But you've been very privileged to have lived some of these experiences through other people's lives, through the roles that you portray. Yeah. As you said to me earlier, you've, you've learned a lot and you've matured because of the yeah. exposure you had to the topics and to sort of the inner workings of what does it mean to be gay. And so yeah. if you look at it through a character's life. Yeah, true. It has been absolutely amazing. And I mean, each of these characters stepping into their shoes, they are so different in so many ways. I mean, you take a look at Cabello, for example, is someone who is completely in denial of the fact that they're gay. That even when you accept yourself, you'd say, okay, fine, I accept myself that I'm gay. 
However, there's still some people you don't want to know. You will still get to a place, the character still, you still get to a place and present yourself in a certain way. So you're not gay everywhere. Mm. So they say, yeah, you're not gay everywhere. You only, you know, you're comfortable in certain environments, but in some environments you still portray to be the certain, a certain person or a certain character. And then you step into Shinene as character. I mean, you look at a character like that, it is a, a transgender woman who's very happy amongst themselves and, you know, they're doing something that they love, but they still that thing at the back of their head that they long for acceptance. They still, you still want, you wish that you could have had your mother's love. You know, all of those things that you're deprived of that, you know, you, you just have to make peace with the fact that, you know, you never had that opportunity or you do not have them, but it will always be within you and there will be moments because i mean we have days where it actually brings you down there are moments where the character actually recalls all of those things goes back into that step into and and, and remembers all of that and eventually you know you just have to pull yourself towards yourself and keep on keeping on and remind yourself affirm yourself that this is who i am and you know i'm just going to continue living it let the past be in the past it is sunk and you know just look into the future and going forward so it's just amazing actually ex getting into all of these characters and actually somehow linking them to myself because that's the main thing that i do every time i have to step into a character i somehow look and try to understand the character what they're about and try to see what similarities are there of the character to myself you know that in that way that when i fully have understanding of it that i'm actually able to embrace the character fully and these characters can be seen on stages here in Cape Town and surrounding areas. It's presented by Mishmash Productions. And uh, you can go to our website, gayseradio.co.za, click on the news tab there, and you can scroll down, and you'll find an article with all the information, when the plays are on, who is in it, uh, what it's all about, and where you can get the tickets, of course. Um, here in Cape Town, speaking with uh, Pamela Muslanga. And, um, yeah, we'll have some more chats a little bit later on. Catch it all on our podcast site as well on our website. For Gaysa Radio, I'm Hendrik from Cape Town.